of Worship, your source for commentary and discussion on worship, theology, and culture. I'm your host, Dr. Jonathan Michael Jones. Hello and welcome to the Act of Worship podcast. This is Dr. Jonathan Michael Jones. And continuing through the Psalm Project, we are in Psalm 60, uh, 66 today, simply titled To the Choir Master, a song, a psalm. So again, this is a musical setting and it was originally intended for music. And so here we go. Let's get into this. Psalm 66. Shout for joy to God all the earth, sing the glory of his name. Give to him glorious praise. Say to God, how awesome are your deeds. So great is your power that your enemies come cringing to you. All the earth worships you and sings praises to you. They sing praises to your name. Come and see what God has done. He is awesome in his deeds toward the children of man. He turned the sea into dry land. They passed through the river on foot. There did we rejoice in him who rules by his might forever whose eyes keep watch on the nations. Let not the rebellious exalt themselves. Bless our God, O peoples. Let the sound of his praise be heard, who has kept our soul among the living and has not let our feet slip. For you, O God, have tested us. You have tried us as silver is tried. You brought us into the net. You laid a crushing burden on our backs. You let men ride over our heads. We went through fire and through water. Yet you have brought us out to a place of abundance. I will come into your house with burnt offerings. I will perform my vows to you, that which my lips uttered and my mouth promised when I was in trouble. I will offer to you burnt offerings of fattened animals with the smoke of the sacrifice of rams. I will make an offering of bulls and goats. Come and hear all you who fear God, and I will tell you what he has done for my soul. I cried to him with my mouth, and high praise was on my tongue. If I had cherished iniquity in my heart, the Lord would not have listened. But truly, God has listened. He has attended to the voice of my prayer. Blessed be God, because he has not rejected my prayer or removed his steadfast love from me. So let's look at this, Psalm 66. The psalmist begins right off the bat. Uh, At the very beginning, in verse 3, he says, Say to God how awesome are your deeds. This word awesome simply means great and fearful, if you will. And to, to continue with that aspect of it, fearful, he says, so great is your power that your enemies come cringing to you. When God appears as a warrior, the enemies then have reason to fear because they are going to be destroyed. Joshua 2.11, listen to this. And as soon as we heard it, our hearts melted and there was no spirit left in any man because of you. For the Lord your God, he is God in the heavens above and on the earth beneath. There is reason to fear God. Verse 5, come and see what the Lord has done. In other words, the psalmist here, David, is giving the people a reason to worship God, to remember his great acts, what he has done. He invites the hearer to remember God's great acts in history. Psalm 46, 8, we've already covered Psalm 46, 
But it says, Behold, come behold the works of the Lord, how he has brought desolations on the earth. Verse 6, He turned the sea into dry land. They passed through the river on foot. Now, you, we're, we're, most of us are familiar with the story of the children of Israel, the, the Hebrews, uh, leaving in the book of Exodus, Egypt, in, for, they're leaving bondage, and they come to the Red Sea, God parts the Red Sea, and they cross the Red Sea. Okay, so he turned the sea into dry land. But what is this reference? They passed through the river on foot. So the first phrase of this verse refers to crossing the Red Sea in Exodus 14 and 15. The second here, they passed through the river on foot, this refers to crossing the Jordan 40 years later. And you see this in Joshua 3. And these are great acts demonstrated by God's power to his own people. And often I read these, these situations. <laughs> if you saw somebody, if you saw God parting, literally parting a sea so that people can walk through it, would you ever forget that moment? You know, I, I read these passages and think, how in the world could Israel, especially people who are who are still living, who saw and witnessed those acts, how could they ever forget that? The truth is that we are very forgetful. In our human nature, we are forgetful, and all of us would probably be in the same situation. We would forget. We would, uh, well, not necessarily forget, but it would not mean as much, perhaps, and we would rebel. And that's what happens with Israel. But David here is reminding them of the great acts of God. Verse 9, who has kept our soul among the living? This is a general truth, but there may be an allusion to the exodus here. And this is a context of Israel's more recent testing, but and that could be possible, but this could be an allusion to the exodus. Verse 10, you, O God, have tested us. God occasionally laid difficult decisions before his people to see whether or not they would be obedient to him in spite of their suffering. Exodus 15:25, and he cried to the Lord and the Lord showed him a log and he threw it into the water and water became sweet. This is referring to Moses, obviously. He threw it into the water and the water became sweet. There the Lord made for them a statue and a rule, and there he tested them. And David goes on uh, in the context of this test. You, O God, have tested us, for you have tried us as silver is tried. Now, when, when silver is refined, we've, we've often talked about gold and how it's refined, but when silver is, re is refined in a similar way, it's purified. The dross is taken away. The dross is that extra stuff that is not pure silver. And so when God tests his people, those who are not obedient are taken away while the faithful remain steadfast. Verse 11, you brought us into the net, continuing with this idea of testing. The Lord has brought the psalmist and the faithful through a period of affliction. Verse 12, you let men ride over our heads. We went through fire and through water, yet you have brought us out to a place of abundance. 
This is a possible reference to recent salvation from distress, but there may have also been an allusion to Israel's conquest of Canaan. Verse 13, I will come into your house with burnt offerings. I will perform my vows to you. So David here expresses Uh, he expresses his individual thanks. Apparently, God has recently saved him from some sort of distress, and while he was suffering, he promised to worship God with sacrifices if God heard his prayer. Verse 16, Come and hear all you who fear God. Often the fulfilling of the vow leads to public praise, witnessing God's salvation. And you see this often in the Psalms, that God, if you will answer this prayer, if you will do this for me, such and such, whatever it is, then I will perform my vows for you. I vow to praise you so that all the world may hear. And that is the right heart. That's the right heart for how we pray, for how we worship, that God, because you are blessing us, because you answer prayers, that prayer that you have answered, we are just going to turn around and give you the glory for it so that other people may see it. In other words, the glory and the fame of God is the desire. It's not just to, hey, God help me get me out of this situation, but we genuinely want you to be glorified in this. We want people to see who you are and your glory. And that is the heart of this psalm. It is a psalm of praise. I have said it in a very slow and worshipful setting since it is uh, a psalm of praise and worship. And it does reference, uh, you know, I, 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 when I'm setting these psalms to music, um, it is not verbatim for musical reasons, but I tried to get it as close as possible to the text here. And so these references are here. Uh, when it talks about um, walking on the dry land and passing through the river, that is in this musical setting. So a very worshipful, uh, slow setting um, that would be useful in the context of maybe a uh, an intimate prayer uh, between God and his people. And so here is Psalm 66. Thank you for listening today to the Act of Worship podcast. This is Dr. Jonathan Michael Jones. Awesome in the things 
he does Before the eyes of mankind He turned the sea into dry land They threw the river past and foot Will they rejoice before him? Sound his praise, he who appoints our soul to live and keeps our feet from slipping. A silver God, you tested us, delivered us into the net, oppressed us with. Faithful love turned from me.